Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the From the Finney podcast with Ollie, Jimmy and again me, Jake. In this episode, we'll discuss tonight's defeat against Millwall and our dismal home record, and that's about it. So, yeah, enjoy, um, and please share it. Much appreciated. Evening, fellas. Good evening. Evening. Uh, so I wouldn't say it's a good evening, pal. No, it's not a good evening, is it? Let's be honest. It's been a bloody dreadful evening, but we'll uh, we'll come on to that shortly. I'll I'll start off by saying I'm glad that I didn't pay ten pound on iFollow to watch it. Yeah, really enjoyed the game actually. From a tactical point of view, I assume. Yeah, Un- unchanged, Jake. Yeah, well, you said before we started recording that personnel was the issue. I can't believe it's gone unchanged. Um, we've put a lot into that Huddersfield game, especially. And you, could tell. you could tell. Tonight we looked we looked like exact well, we were what we were, which was a team that is unchanged for three games in what, seven days. Yeah. And yeah. people say professional footballers should be able to play that and whatever, but you could you could tell Millwall had an extra half a yard on us quite early on. Looked quite sharp. Um and then yeah, half time, nothing in the game and then it's another shocking goal to concede and then obviously the penalty. So people are very frustrated tonight. I've, uh, I'm ki- just on that, have either of you two seen the penalty back yet? No. Because I know me I and know. you, Ollie, both thought it was, but Jimmy, you weren't, you weren't convinced, were you? No. I, just don't, I, 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 just don't, I don't think Barkey's made any intent of making a foul or even coming into contact with him. I think he's tried to initiate contact, the, mm. the guy. I, I just think it's one of them where if it's not given... I don't think anyone's complaining about it because uh, I think he's gone looking for co- he's gone looking for the contents. It's clever, like, but I don't think it's for me. It's not a penalty, but end of the day, it's one of them where if we get the penalty, then we're crying for it all day long, aren't we? But yeah, it's one of them. Swings and roundabouts. Still the effort poor tonight, by the way. But we won't talk yeah. about Darren Bond because he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't great, was he? Been, uh, right, I'm not being funny. We've had Darren Bond. Tight, numerous times over the past few years never had a good game shite yeah I hate talking about refs me but um, I think you've got to give a lot of credit to Millwall as well I don't think people won't want to hear this but I think we've played four very decent sides at Deepdale individually um, obviously it's no goals in four games fullbacks are a massive issue for me Alan Brown's never a number six thought Ben Pearson was a massive miss tonight um, yeah, it was, so it's a bit, a bit of a game suited for him. Well, it would have been a game suited for Piero, wouldn't it? Yeah, I thought Ledson struggled jumping out to their eights. Mm, probably, I think again we said it before we started recording. Probably his yeah worst game that he's had since since the restart. Yeah, so yeah, very frustrating. It, it's it's a personnel thing. It's the fullbacks again are so deep. You know, Potts has had a. It's not Potts's game tonight. Sinclair needs chance in the box and he's, he's not had a chance in the box. And Reese against three very strong centre backs. We I think said, he was just we, a bit he was a bit jaded a tonight. Him, didn't we? Yeah. I'm not sure it's wise to start him tonight. No. 
I think, think Reese, DJ, you know, DJ's not played all season until three games ago when he started and then he's played three in a week. Yeah. It's been tested for me about Reese, right? Because I thought he was a willing runner. I thought he, he tried to get behind as much as he could. But when you've got no other players within 15 yards of you, I don't understand what we can expect from him. Yeah. He's not going to turn water into wine, is he? Let's be fair. You know, and people already jumping on the wagon, oh, he's played three games, he's not scored, he doesn't like scoring. Well, I'm not being funny, but you could have fucking, you could have any striker in this league, you could have bloody Jamie Vardy up front for us tonight, it's not going to get the service, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's all it's all well and good of saying he, he might not look the part, he might not do it, but when you're giving him zero service and you're getting no balls into him and we had a 0.48 XG tonight, what the hell do you expect? Yeah. What do you? I, I don't understand. But yeah. you can't. You know, the, he's not. A, he's not a bloody miracle worker. No. I think he was isolated. I think. I think for me, yeah. I think Millwall have set us a few traps, and we've kept going long, lazy ball up front, and it's three v one, and all the centre backs are giants, and then they've ended up winning it. And I think I've seen someone mention this at half time, and I think it's correct. I think they were trying to. Um, catch Ledson and Brown further up the pitch and break in behind them. And I thought they did it to good effect. So I think they're second in the league now, by the way. So they're no mugs. And they didn't they didn't just sit in a deep block either. I've seen a few people saying that, but um thought they were very proactive. Yeah, it was it was a lot different to that, wasn't it? Yeah, good side. And Mill no... were fourth, but that doesn't say much because there's four teams currently sat on fifteen points. Right. Yeah. They're very good side. I think you've yeah. got to give them a lot of credit in the way they did set up. You know, mm-hmm. lots of traps, lots of areas where they knew that we wouldn't hurt them, particularly at fullback. Yeah. You know, they they weren't pressed it, so they let Rafferty first off, especially have the ball in his in his own half. And he's like, and the, and then Rafferty would either go along or he'd, he'd play a dangerous pass or he'd play a safe pass to to Bauer. So. Yeah. I suppose it's just very a typical home, uh, a typical away team coming to Deepdale. You know, let us let us, I suppose, blow out after an hour, and then we'll take full advantage. You know, yeah. because we we sort of we sort we feel it feels like we've run out of ideas. But after an hour, when we've not scored, yeah, it feels like well, what what can we do? And Ed sort of start going, and then bang, you know, teams take advantage of it. And you seen that tonight with the goal. I mean. We've tried to force the issue. It, we've lost the ball in there in the final third, and within what ten seconds, the ball's in the back of our net. Yeah, it's not the first time this season that's happened. I don't think it's going to be the last either. Yeah, Paul. There was five or six massive, massive errors in the goal, in the first goal. Um, and like you say, look like run out of ideas. I think Alan Brown's never a six for me, so. I don't know. We, we, said sure. it, we said it in the group chat. Alex Neal's never going to take him off, is he? Well, he started every game, Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ledson was struggling, and I thought Brown struggled. So it was one of them who's going to go off. But I thought when DJ went there, DJ can play third line passes um, at ease. And I thought when he went there for 10, 15 minutes, we created a couple more chances. We progressed the ball a lot better, but um, it was a bit. Too little, too late. I think Barky's had a massive chance. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unbelievable pass from DJ, good bit of movement, and he's got well, a score. That, that that pass from DJ was one of what two, three, four decent passes that he had in that sort of five ten minute spell in yeah. the, when he, he was, dropped he uh, was, when he dropped deeper. Yeah, it was breaking lines at ease. Um, if you want to get tactical, they they were in a three four three in our first phase. They were just screening their three were screening um, because they know Brown. They were letting Brown drop deeper, so we had four or five players in our first line. The only players we had ahead of the ball were Sinclair, DJ, and Reese. Parts was deep on the other side. They were they were making Brown play them little third line passes, and he can't really do it. Yeah. Uh, so they they let Brown come deep and have the ball. As soon as they got into our half, they pressed. Then it went to the fullback, and the fullback just played a long ball, and their back three swept it up easily. Very good defenders, all their back three, by the way. Yeah. Um. And we just we couldn't get on the ball on the half turn. Sometimes we made them little line breakers, but it was our back to goal and the first touch was backwards. Then you go backwards again and all the advantage is lost and then you start again. So fair play to them. They know we we lack the personnel to be able to play through teams and it's not going to change until obviously personnel changes. So Earl, Fisher, Pearson was a big miss tonight. I thought Maguire would have been handy. Um, obviously he's given Harrop a go first proper league minutes um, but yeah fullbacks are just a massive issue for me yeah kind of agree I think it's um, it limits us massively um, you know let's look at their two fullbacks tonight I mean Murray Wallace has come back in and then Romeo I think he was I think he was class tonight yeah he was gave him so much on that right on their right hand side our left you know and it's not just it's not just on the ball it's his off the ball runs and his, his decoy running, it, it was really good, really strong. So Scott, Scott Malone at wing back for them tonight. I was Malone, sorry. Left wing Wallace was left centre back, but he was he um he likes to get forward, doesn't he? Yeah. But he, he came in and did well, but yeah, that's chalk and cheese in it from what we've got at full back. It's just frightening. Um but you know, hopefully Darnell's not too far away. Hopefully mm. he'll come back in on Saturday. Um, obviously, he was in and around the team tonight. You know, Josh Earl made the bench. Bit of a surprise move that he's he took a, a midfielder off the bench for a defender. Yeah. Um, especially when you've watched a, when you watch the game and you think crying out for new legs in midfield and we've not got any on the bench. Um, yeah, bit of a strange one that, but it wouldn't surprise me for me. I I wouldn't change both fullbacks in the same get for like straight away. Why I think not? that's too many. I think it's just too many changes, especially if Bowers not, might yeah, not be fit. I think if, if Bowers not fit, yeah. Because then, you, you know, three changes out your back line. Yeah. You know, you need a bit of continuity in your, in your defence. Yeah. I'm not one for chopping and changing defenders. I, I like to have a settled back five if you include the keeper because then the, the keeper's a defender yeah. in my head. So it, it depends on Pat. If I just think if you change both full backs, though, it's, it's asking a lot. Because it's it's the whole flow and the whole feel of the team. I just yeah. If he changes, if he puts Fisher in, I've no issue with that. Mm. If he changes both, I think I don't know. It might be the right opposition to do it against, but it depends yeah. on obviously how they I, finish I, off tonight. I think Saturday they're going to be a lot deeper um, than what we've seen tonight because Millwall weren't that deep tonight. They were quite active yeah. in getting out. Even uh, early on, they were as well. It wasn't like it wasn't like they've sat in in the first half and then. No, 
to come out but, and come at us. First 20 from our first phase, they were very aggressive. And then yeah. we've ended up going longer and longer. And then it's just stretched the game, which is exactly what they wanted. So we didn't really have any ways around it. You can't really make too many excuses tonight. I'm not losing my head, though, like a lot of people are, because it's another tough game and we're still a good side. You can't keep judging Alex Neal from 90 minutes to 90 minutes. Um, you know, so, yeah. He does need to sort it out at home. I think, I just, I can't, he, he needs a way of fitting Brown and DJ in the same team and he's going to struggle to do that at, at Deepdale. Um, Question for you then, would you put Brown at fullback? I'd have Brown over Rafferty every day. I think people know yeah. that. Yeah, you said that a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Um, I suppose the issue is then, centre midfield, it, it's just light in numbers at the minute in terms I'd, of quality. I'd unless go, you put Bayless in. Unless you put, nah, I'd go... Um, DJ Ledson and Harrop. I like I like I like Harrop. I think you've got to give him a chance from the start. It's a hard game to come into that tonight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's so hard to come into that and affect the game. Um. So yeah, DJ's. I'd rather have DJ deeper than Brown deeper. If you're going to have one of them in the team deeper. Yeah, we can go. We can go with two tens. Let's just be clear as well for anyone listening, just because they're deeper, it doesn't mean they have to be like a breaker, if you will. Like They they, they can pro- try and progress play and progress the ball, like we've we said before, DJ you, had that 10-minute spell. Your deep in midfielder has to progress the ball. No, of course he does, but what I'm trying to say is for anyone that thinks a deep midfielder has to be a piercing or... Mm. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like someone that's going to make tackles, break up play. Obviously, DJ will do that as well. I'm not saying that, that he won't. But... Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between a defensive midfielder and a deep line midfielder. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure what Galley's fitness level is, but I won't be averse to bringing Galley in either. Against a team who's going to sit deep and going to give you a lot of free kicks and stuff. Yeah. You'd think mm. it'd be good from the start for 60 minutes or so, wouldn't it? Um, but he's we can not kick to ball can, though, I see. that's yeah, the issue he's not kicked yeah. to ball we can chop and change he's in it tonight with Hunt's coming in at 33 you could just tell he's not kicked to ball all season well, barely kicked to ball all season yeah. looked off it looked off the pace you know and you, we're thinking about chucking Galley in mm. you know a player that's not it, that hasn't kicked to ball let's be honest apart from a couple of cup games and potentially they're only you know cameos I just don't yeah no not for me He's had more time Summit as, needs to uh, change. as an assistant than as a player this season. Yeah. Someone needs to change in the midfield, but as, as long as Hughes and Rafferty play fullback at home, we are going to struggle because yeah. that's where mm. all the space is. Um, I'm not sure about restarting a fourth game in a row either. I think, I'm not sure it's the best for him. Yeah, it can't be good for his... Um... Not for fati- well, you would imagine that he'd start becoming fatigued. It's know? just four games in eleven days, isn't it? In, yeah. in a brand new in a brand new league, um, it was a thankless task tonight, and he's, now we've got people saying he's not a goal scorer. Right, it was inevitable uh, that with some of our fans, wasn't it? So might have to protect him a bit, but I think they've got they've got Harley Dean at the back, who I always think you can get at. Yeah, I don't I don't rate Harley Dean. So mm. Harley Dean, George Friend. Mm. They're, they're not exactly pacey at the back, are they? So it's one of them Saturday. It's 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 a chance. It's a chance yeah. to really 
I suppose make a mark. Um, Huddersfield just equalised while we were recording. Um, Mark Roberts is there with the centre half. Yeah, you know they're not quick, so. But they're going to be deep, um, and the space is all going to be wide again. So. Yeah, it's, you, you'd um... like to think that, like you said, one of Earl and or Fisher will come in, if not both. I think Fisher's a massive one. I think mm. he's. We all know how we all feel about Fisher. Um, so yeah, if Darnell can come in, but he needs to make three or four changes. I think just freshen up a bit and protect his players because we've yeah. got another big game a week today as well, going to Reading, mm-hmm. which will be half in his mind as well. So trust, trust your squad, Alex. Yeah, trust your squad, and you don't have to play DJ and Brown in every game, Alex. Still love yeah. you though. It's um. It's- Big 10 days, isn't it, really? Rather than on the Saturday after that, and then yeah. obviously the international break, which we always dread anyway. So yeah. I, I suppose it's just one of those. It's keep the faith and let's see what Saturday brings. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not a time for our heads going. I, I said to someone tonight, it'd have been interesting to, to feel the atmosphere in Deepdale tonight. You know, after, after coming off, off the back of two away wins as well, you know, it's usually a bit of energy about us after yeah. those sort of performances and then for us to be as flat as we were but obviously it's Dan's personnel you can't expect them to you know they're not machines they're not robots these are you know the, the athletes and you're asking them to compete at the highest level yeah. three times an hour and a half each game as well as training every day of the week pretty much that's a lot of rest day it's a lot you can't you know it's physically demanding yeah. The yeah, championship think... is the championship is one of the most physically demanding leagues in the world. Mm. So you can't expect you just can't expect miracles. And yeah, I just I just feel like we've probably missed a trick before kickoff. You know, six o'clock. I think you put in the group probably about two minutes past six. I suppose it's unchanged. You know, mm. because I think we all were because it's yeah. we just that a bit of energy against a team like Millwall that you need. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Millwall made three about three changes tonight and yeah I think it it's was. only three changes but it's made a big difference on it um so well, as a whole look at look at the the impact he had in the first in the first half and then the what 10 15 minutes of the second half that he played mm. he, he's a fucking unit by the way always has been and he's a decent player at this level mm-hmm. as a whole Ryan Wood's excellent as well good good squad right through right yeah. through 11 I'd have most of them in our squad Right the way through, um, but yeah, so it's, it's four very tough games at Deepdale. People don't want to hear it, but that's what it is. Um, and people saying our home form in 2020, the only players have added is Sinclair and and Reese. Reese's first start tonight, and Sinclair's not a creative player. He's he's a finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's a moments player. We've said it numerous times, haven't we? In the past, he's a moments yeah. player. Yeah. So we're gonna to have to try and trudge our way through to Christmas. Mm. Um, but they're not always—they're not all going to be as good defensively as the teams we've faced. They're going to give us more chances. Yeah, I look, I'm just looking at the fixtures now. We've got—we've got half a dozen home fixtures before Christmas. You know, we've got Birmingham, Sheffield Wednesday, Blackburn, Wickham, Middlesbrough, and Bristol City before Christmas at home. Yeah. So there's chances there, isn't there? Let's be honest, because some of these teams will come at us as well. Yeah, you know, well, Ro- could... Rovers for a start is going to be, yeah, it's a derby, isn't it? So, 
Yeah. Yeah. So Bristol City will come at us. Yeah. Be interesting what Chef Wednesday do. Obviously, Chef Wednesday getting... they always attack. To be fair to them, they play they play an aggressive shape. They're just shit at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd back us. I'm still going to back us. I think Borough Borough will be another tough game, but but yeah, it's 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 the same old story really. It's just you know, first goal is massive, um, and then you know you, you're fighting an uphill battle, especially when you can't change it, especially when you're making a a defensive change at half time. That's why you've only got two attacking subs. Just little things like that that go against you. But yeah, still very confident that we're a very good side. No, there's no doubt we're a good side, but I mean, obviously, the the home form's an issue, and yeah, has it's not just this season. Um, I think Neil Meller, even when he came on the podcast when we had the um, the restart episodes last season, he pointed out then our lack of ability to be able to keep a clean sheet. And teams are giving us a lot more respect. Yeah, they, they, you know, teams were attacking us the first few months of last season. Um, now teams are just prepared to sacrifice most of the ball because yeah. you know we can't do much with it. I think what well, what was your start at the start, Jimmy, or before we recorded? Was it ten? It's ten defeats out of the last fifteen at home. Which is... you can't dress that up, unfortunately. It's um, it's not good. Mm. I, I get I get you. Play, we've played some teams that have done us and have done us on the break or what have you. You know, you look at various games that we probably should have won. The only three games we have won, you know, were Hull that got relegated, Charlton that got relegated, then Birmingham. That was a dead rubber at the end of the season. Speaking yeah. of Birmingham, they've just gone 2-1 up. Big Lucas Jukovic, 90th minute. So, yeah. It, look, we, we've all... We just... We can only beat what's in front of us, can't we? We've just got to give it everything we've got on Saturday, you know, and it's just a big week, you know. Yeah. Last home game before the international break and obviously back-to-back away games next week. So we just wait and see, you know. There's not really a standout player tonight for me. That That's... I just watched the game and I was like, just not, this is just... It needs, needs freshening up. Yeah. needs a bit of a spark, you know. The pub... Uh, they might be in tomorrow. Um, I'm going to guess if. Well, I don't know what they're going to do. Be two days now before a game recovery. Uh, recovery, and then obviously now. Especially with today. the facilities that they've got now. Well, yeah, you'd hope they're using them. So mm, the pools and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, just they've got to do it. They've got they've got to pick it up at home because yeah. they, that they can't continue this home form. You know, you don't you don't win on Saturday, and it's you know if the worst happens and we get beat, eleven defeats in sixteen at home. You know, home is going to be a fortress. You know, you, you look over the years how many how many times that North End have, have got beat at home. I remember there was a season under Billy Davis going back into the dark ages. Like, I don't think we lost a game at home. You know, the, I think no fans is, is is having a massive impact on us though. Yeah, I think it's is. such. It's I, I think there's been. I think there's been six home wins this game week in the championship if we include Birmingham and if they hold out. So it's probably what you'd expect from a game week, but it's not been like this all season. Yeah, it's um Yeah, let's like you said, Jimmy, let's hope it picks up and I mean it has to at some point. But 
course it does. I mean, it, we've it got will to tell do. You... We're not going to play teams like this every week at Deep Bale. No, of course no. we're not. Got to take the rough with the smooth and just trust the process, as we keep saying. You know, that the, the, there's a reason that we are a good team in this league. You know, there's a reason that, you know, we've just won what? Two, three on the bounce away, two or three. What, what for one? Two on the bounce away from home? Forget. Three. 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 Brentford. Yeah. QPR. It's amazing um, what a, it's what a, it's amazing what a defeat does to you, isn't it? Makes you, you, like, you come back to the ground with a bump, but no, it, you know, it doesn't. You've got to remember it, what you've, you've done. Got to keep your head. It's Alex Neil's fault that we finished ninth last season. You can, you know, you can use stats any way you want. You, we finished ninth last season. Um, we're banging in the middle of it now. We're missing both the bends. DJ's not really played. Fisher's not played. Reese is bedding in. Just keep your head. Um, stop judging it from a 90-minute to 90-minute angle because it doesn't do anyone any favours. Yeah. I think the other thing I'll say about home, once we get this first goal, the floodgates... Ah! Once we get this first goal, the floodgates will open. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. You know, it's that monkey off the bat then. I see it all it might, the time yeah. with players. You see yeah. that with players, don't you? As soon as they get one goal, then two, three, four, follow quite well, quickly. Sinclair started this season. Yeah, I thought it might happen tonight, but wasn't to be. But yeah. we have got options. If he wants to bring Barkey in, Harrop, um, Maguire, you know, we can change it up. Yeah. As we said, trust your squad, Alex. Do you want to give everyone our, our good news from this week? Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I suppose a lot of people have probably already seen it. But, yeah, we have now got an official podcast partner in uh, Lanks Live, which I think... For us, is massive. Um, Langs Live are a well-respected, well, well-known local brand, and the fact that they've approached us and, and wanted to get involved with this project, I think, speaks volumes for what we've managed to do for a start. Um, and yeah, it's it's just, I mean, there's there's no bad way that you can look at it, really. That's positive. Stats or no stats. Yeah, yeah, no. So, just I'd like to say thank you to to Luke at Lanks Live, uh, the editor, for getting in touch with us and and basically, I think just believing in us that there's something that they feel that they can get involved in that will have a positive impact for PNE fans. Um, and if you know of someone that's not listened to the pod yet, then tell them because yeah, we've we've got a podcast partner. I'm, I'm I am delighted. I'm buzzing. I'm really happy about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Monday episodes for the next, well, for the foreseeable future. Um, Lanks Live will have a 30-second mid-pod uh, section. We'll have George Hodgson, the uh, the PNE reporter. He'll be joining us on this, this coming Monday's podcast and at the end of next month as well for, for our monthly review episodes. And of course, we'll all be contributing pieces for Lanks Live as well in the coming weeks. Every Monday, a Monday morning piece. So yeah, really happy. Um, yeah, cool. Cheers, fellas. Much appreciated as always. Yeah, no worries. See you Sunday. Nice yeah, see you in a bit, a bit fellas. Lot.